With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's later with Mo Kelly, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We got such a big show planned this evening. Let me first start off with the birthday gift for KFI news anchor Mark Runner. Mark, happy birthday. Uh, my birthday's in June. Okay, well, early birthday gift. Look to your left. Tell me what you see. Oh, a shirt. Hey. De- describe it to the people. Describe it to the people. It is the color of the UW Huskies. Well, that is true. Later with Mo Kelly in a large. Well, watch me fill this out. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to X slash Twitter right now, we just uh, sent it out photos of the new shirts for Later with Mo Kelly. It has Later with Mo Kelly on the front. It has KFI AM 640 on the back. They were designed by Fork Reporter Neil Saavedra, and we plan to do them in a variety of colors. This is just the first run of colors, and then, you know, maybe Twallow uh, pick the next color, and then Stefan, now we're not going to let him choose anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I They're just want to say thank you to all of you. Not only thank you to those in the studio, but thank you to those who are listening. We're going to be giving them out this Friday as part of Name That Movie Cult Classic, as well as movie uh, rental, free movie rentals. Just so many great gifts that we're going to be giving out. And it's because we appreciate your continued support. And um, I I posted, when I posted them on Instagram, people were like, can I get one? Can I get one? Like from the office. It's like, wait, well, maybe, if you know, if you like worship the ground I walk on, <laughs> if you, you know. <laughs> I was like, maybe if you feature us in the center of the the KFI webpage or something like that, you know, something like that. But we're going to actually, you know what, Tawala, I'm in such a giving mood tonight. I think we should give away two of the shirts tonight. I like that idea. I don't know. Stephanie, should I give away some shirts? I think. Some of the brand new, brand spanking new KFI AM640 Later with Mo Kelly shirts that just came in today. I think so. Those shirts are fresh, man. They're cool. Mark, should I give away some shirts today? Oh, yeah. I'd feel like a hog if I was the only one who had one. You got to give some away. Well, I would think of it this way. If you have a shirt and you do, you have exclusivity. You get to be the one who say, I am the only one who has one, with the exception of Swallow, who has all of them. I am in the uh, later with Mo <laughs> Kelly entourage. <laughs> but, but maybe we should make it like this. If we give you a shirt, you got to take a picture wearing it and put it on social media. That's how you do it. I said, like, you know, is that yeah. too much to ask? Nope, nope. No, you know, no, no it's I a like free that. shirt, and we didn't get the cheap kind. We didn't get the the one ninety nine shirt that that'll fall apart after one washing. No, I, these are absorbent. I got to tell you, these, these are real shirts because I've been on the other end of that. It's like, oh man, he got this free T shirt, and then you realize, like, after one washing, it's done. It's no good. 
You can't. A, you can barely wash your car with it afterward. Yeah. So yeah. this is not that. So we're gonna give away those at least two shirts tonight. I don't know. I'm I'm really giving to Walla. I'm really in, in a good mood. I'm in a great mood. I had a great day. Everything's great. You know, some days you just come into work and and it's easier than others. You know, the the L.A. hasn't completely burned down. Not yet. No one died on the metro. Traffic was only, you know, well, traffic was bad. Let me yeah, not lie. Yeah, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, you know, just in a good mood. I mean, California has a great plan to pay drug users to use drugs less. Oh, and also remember, well, you weren't here for this, Mark Runner. But when later with Mo Kelly in the early months, we had this uh, spate of incidents in which people were running on the field during baseball games. Like Morgana the Kissing Bandit back in the day? Yeah, not really. Not really. Because back in the day, that was a pre-9-11 world, and so people were much more tolerant of it. Oh, yeah. When, those things might be bombs, ma'am. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, do not give, do not, no, no. I deserve don't it. Don't do it. Thank you. Well, the point is, in a post-9-11 world, I was making the point that if you run on a field today, you deserve whatever you know, security does to you, if only because it, we you can't take the chance that someone might have bad intentions for an athlete. It's happened before with Monica Sellers. She was stabbed in the back oh, when God, she, yeah. in the middle of a tennis match. And that was the point I was making. And some people were hitting me on Twitter slash X saying, no, 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 Mo, security cards can't do that. Uh, they ought to get sued for being so heavy handed. It's like, well, you know, you got to protect the players. But we're going to talk about that in earnest later on. And I know you've seen the stories about Music and politicians, how they've been fighting as of late. Uh, Eddie Grant has officially uh, sued Donald Trump regarding use of his record, Electric Avenue. And to this day, I have no idea what that record is about. I have no idea. It's about rocking down, too. <laughs> Where the frick is Electric Avenue? And how are they going to take it higher? It's a, it's a state of mind. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Really? Is it a drug reference? It's a metaphysical, uh, it's a. It's an allegory. Why yeah. are you going to rock down to Electric Avenue just to, to go just back to up? Take well, why do you, yeah, why do yeah. you get down? No, just stay yeah. there. No, no, no. It's just like no, getting no, no. down. Yeah, yeah, but then you stay down. You know, it's like dropping like it's hot. You get lower with it. No, Everybody no, 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 wants no. to lower. hear a white guy explain getting down, by the way. Why you got to make it racial? Crickets, <laughs> Stefan? You, you have crickets? <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. I'm going to make you earn that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah, and, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and Eminem. I'm going to talk about that. And there is a legitimate legal discussion to be had surrounding the use of someone else's music. And I think too many people in discussing those stories kind of gloss over that. They want to say, oh, Eminem's politics. They're just not in alignment with Donald Trump or Eddie Grant. They, they just don't like Trump. Well, that may or may not be true, but they have a legal right to withhold permission of use of their music. We're going to get into that later on. We've got to talk about the teen brawls that have been breaking out, not only in California, but across the country. There's so much to discuss. But there's only thing which is only one thing which is really important right now. And, um, Stefan, I'm just going to have to ask you to do it. Just go ahead and open up the phones. Just open up the phones. We're going to give away two Later with Mo Kelly shirts right now. Right now. Right here. In the first oh, segment. Man, in the first freaking segment. Yeah, you got to get over there. How about uh, Caller 6 and Caller 7? If you want a brand spanking new Later with Mo Kelly t-shirt, hot off the presses today, give us a call at 800-520-1KFI.
800-520-1534. If you'd like a brand spanking new Later with Mo Kelly t-shirt, call her six, call her seven. Give us a call at 800-520-1KFI. 800-520-1534. If you're caller six or caller seven, the shirt is yours. No one else has this anywhere with the exception of Mark Ronner and maybe Tawala and maybe me and maybe my wife. And no, Stefan, I'm not going to give you one. No, no, we're going to make you work for yours. <laughs> you, you should go into another room and pick up a phone and see if you can call I was, in. I was going to pick up the phone. <laughs> Because that's the only way you're going to get a shirt here <laughs> later with Mo Kelly. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on demand from KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. It's Later with Mo Kelly. I got to say, I in all my years of entertainment, working in music and on the periphery of television as a writer and, of course, radio, I've never had any occasion to experiment with drugs. I just haven't. Not that I'm like some moralist, not that I look down on people who do or who may even have addictions. I think it's a healthy fear of, of what I've seen. In the business, uh, lives that it's ruined, um, academic careers, it's ruined, marriages, it's ruined. And so I've always given uh, drugs a wide berth. The only thing I've ever done in my life, I tried marijuana twice, I think once, trying to smoke it through a Coke can. That didn't go well. And if you've done it, you know what I was trying to do. And I had one edible. It's just... And it never did anything for me. Other people, that's your business. Yeah, I will drink. And I'm not going to say that one um, drug is better than another drug. I'm just saying that's I just keep it at alcohol for me. And I'm not trying to get into a comparison of alcohol and marijuana. I'm just saying I just draw the line at a certain point because I've seen what certain substances have done to other people. And there's a whole nother category when you talk about like stimulant. Stimulant addictions of uh, cocaine and methamphetamine. Well, California, and here's the real point. California, the state's Medicaid program, recently became the first in the country to begin offering financial rewards to drug users who abstain from using stimulants like methamphetamine and cocaine. According to the story, this is coming from the New York Times, it's backed by science it has a lot of support, um, both um, politically and just in a grassroots sense. But, of course, you can imagine there, there are a lot of questions around this. Now, here's how the program is going to work. It's supposed to last 24 weeks for any participant and is using what is called contingency management, a kind of positive reinforcement. The goal, as it's laid out, is to rewire people's brains so they associate not using drugs with rewards or positive outcomes. After people who have been diagnosed with a stimulant use disorder, specifically like cocaine or methamphetamine, it's not just any addiction, but those types of addictions, they enroll in this program and they undergo regular urine testing and are paid for each test that comes back negative for stimulants. And I know, I know you're probably thinking, wait a minute, we're giving these people cash? No, we're giving them gift cards that, that they can only use in like grocery stores and other places. <sighs> no. 
not this past Saturday, but Saturday before last, I got a talk back from a listener who says, blank you, Tuala, and blank these drug addicts. They're getting all of the benefits from society. Society's taking care of them, so blank you and blank them too. And at first I thought to myself, what? Look, I'm, I'm trying to help get people off the streets and this, that, and the other. But when I read this, I think to myself, yeah, yeah, the listener may have had a point. Here, Here's my thing, and I'm going to lay out the rest of the program, and then we'll talk about where I come out on this. The reward starts at $10 and rises with each consecutive clean test. It comes in a form of a gift of a gift card for a grocery store or retail store. If participants stay clean for the whole 24 weeks, they can earn a total of $599 in gift cards. That's the ceiling. Here's where I come out on this. I don't know if this is actually a solution or a delay to the next problem. I don't know in the way that they lay this out that they explain how this actually gets someone off drugs or temporarily delays. You know, it's one of those, if you're not going to continue the positive reinforcement, then at the end of the 24 weeks, I have to assume they revert back to the to the original behavior. They if, may if they take those, those gift cards and stock them up and then go use those to get more drugs. Well, th- and then there's that. And I'm not someone who's saying that we need to treat uh, drug-addicted people like criminals. I'm not saying that. I'm all for treatment. I'm just not so sure from the information that's given that this type of treatment will make a marked market um, improvement in the use of drugs among drug addicted people in California specifically or beyond. Now, if you want to try it in a limited area and see if it works, okay, fine. But I don't know if 24 weeks of not using drugs is going to show us that this is the way to fundamentally reshape drug abuse and drug addiction in California and beyond. It can, you know, can it be part of a program? Yeah, but I don't think it should be the program. Not from not from what I've known about people who are drug addicted in my life, who are drug addicted in my professional circle. Uh, gift cards is not was not going to change them. And I'm talking about people who are addicted to cocaine, who would have been eligible for a program just like this. I've seen what cocaine and I don't know if crack would be considered one of the stimulants but crack is a is a cousin of cocaine so i'm going to say that it is i don't i don't know if it would have saved the people that i know who got strung out on those drugs um but i don't know that i would have said hey why don't you try the whole gift card program and get you a ten dollar gift card and then a twenty dollar gift card and buy some groceries instead of crack Mm. you know that that sounds good (laughs) i look my my apprehension for this is because, like you, I knew people growing up who used all types of drugs. Specifically, I knew one young lady who used cocaine, and that led to her using uh, smoking coke or smoking um, um, crack. And I remember she, at one point, I saw her, she was in really bad shape. And she tried to sell me her book of food stamps for cash so she could get crack. That's how I know this program is a failure waiting to happen. Now, I will also say that participants are also offered therapy, 
counseling medication to help manage the use of other drugs and connections to community resources. But, but, and here's the thing, Tawala, those services continue for up to six months after the initial 24 weeks. So we're talking maybe 10 months altogether at most, <sighs> uh, you know, and I am rooting for people to get off drugs. I, but I'm the guy who says, I don't want to create a park and just give everybody clean, clean needles. I'm not that guy. I am not that guy. I'm not the guy who's going to say, oh, yeah, Mark Ronner, I want you to jump in on this. If only because you live in the Seattle area when they were doing things just like that in Seattle. I think I'm going to avoid this one if you don't mind. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Well, put it this way. I'm not the guy to support that. Um, I've seen what it's done and what it's not been able to do in a positive sense, big picture. I don't know. We can argue the stats, and I'm not going to rely on someone to argue the other side on this one. I just don't know that we're approaching this the right way. I think we're nibbling around the edges, and we we may be. Let me just make this comparison, correlation, homelessness. We may be helping people the short term if we put them in a hotel. We may be helping them as far as the the appearances, the visuals of not seeing as many homeless people on the streets by putting them in a hotel or some short-term shelter. But long-term, big picture, we're not necessarily addressing the underlying root causes of homelessness, which got people in that position. And so we will probably have new homeless people. I would say in a corollary, in a corollary with the drugs, if we're not actually doing something which is getting these people long-term help. And from this, this program is less than a year altogether. So I don't consider that long-term. I don't know how many people were actually helping and, you know, giving them $50 gift cards to Vons and Ralph's. You're going to have to show me more data to convince me. It's later with Mo Kelly, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Now let's go to the baseball diamond. We tried to tell you, running on the field, if you get your ass whooped by security, I'm glad, 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 because the alternative is far worse. And we almost ran into that, no pun intended, last night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly On Demand from KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640 is Later with Mo Kelly live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And as I was previewing last segment, I don't want people running out on the field or on the basketball court because I know what is going to happen and what should happen. And yes, I will laugh at you when it does happen. Long gone are the days of Morgana, the kissing bandit, where the woman with the big breast would run out to the mound and kiss usually a pitcher on the cheek. Long gone are those days. 
we live in a post malice at the palace world. Uh, if you remember the malice at the palace, that was uh, maybe 2009 or I think. Look it up, someone for me. Where Detroit and in, in, Detroit Pistons and Indiana Pacers got into this massive brawl, which uh, spilled over into the stands, and they were fighting for good. 10, 15 minutes. November 2004. 2004. Wow, it's almost been 20 years. <laughs> but to that point, there's a great story. on. You can find it on Netflix. It's part of the Untold series called Malice at the Palace. It'll give you all the history behind it. But there was a, a major turning point at that time then in 2004 where they wanted to make sure where there was no similar incident where you had players and fans getting into it, especially in a game situation. So it was understood uh, the fans stay off the court, stay off the field, and the players don't go into the stands. So when people run onto the field now, albeit for seemingly innocuous reasons, like they just want to run around and have fun and and maybe do a, a selfie stream it live video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not only is it illegal, but it is very dangerous. Dangerous to you as the person running around on the field and dangerous to the athletes. You may not remember Monica Sellis, a tennis player who was stabbed in the back by a fan who ran on the court during the match and stabbed her in the back with like a steak knife in her rear shoulder. These are real incidents, and I was getting pushback when I was when I was okay with the security guards just just bulldozing, trucking over fans who run on the field. It's like I get it. You can't wait for a fan to to burnish a weapon, to have ill intent, to do something to a player, and you're putting the player in a very bad position because if you're on the field and someone is running at you. How are you supposed to know or react when someone is running at you? You don't know if they're running at you to give you a kiss or take a selfie with you. And I'm not saying even if they did know, it would be okay. I'm just saying that we live in a different world now because we have crossed certain Rubicons, if you will, that you just cannot go back. You can't. And I use the malice at the palace as one of those examples. Atlanta Braves outfielder. Ronald Acuna Jr. was confronted by two fans last night who stormed the field. Two fans. Now, it seems that maybe one just wanted a hug, but Ronald Acuna Jr. was not clear at all what their intentions were, and the security trucked them both, just pile-drived them as they should because they got to Ronald Acuna. And Ronald Acuna even said, I didn't know what they were going to do. Video footage from the game shows a fan hugging Acuna in the field, appearing to try to take a photo. A security guard dressed in black ran toward them and tried to pull the fan away. Two other security guards appeared, one grabbing the fan's legs and another his arm, but the fan kept a stronghold where? Around the player. Would not even let go. So what does that tell you? Another, another eager fan then entered the field and leapt towards Acuna and was subsequently body slammed to the ground by security guards, took a leap at the player. And in doing so, Acuna fell backward, but got up on his own. Now, if you see the video, it's all around social media. The security guards, they, they truck one of them. Oh, they just ran over them. As well, they should, because you've put the player in a situation where I don't know what I would do. I would feel the need to defend myself. Because I have to assume, you're coming up now, you're coming up to supposedly hug me. I, I, I'm i in the middle of a game. 
And we live in a world where we just can't make that assumption that your intentions are benign or innocuous. Or, or you know, that you're going to have another Monica Seles situation at some point. And if you're more intent on protecting the fans, per se, who come on the field, as opposed to the players who are already on the field, you're going to have a really, really bad situation. And then they're going to make it much worse on the fans. Because you think about it, NBA games, if you're sitting on the floor, and they've had incidents as well, if you're sitting on the floor, you're right next to the players. You have easy access to the players. It only takes one idiot, I mean, one real idiot to forever change games. You think about baseball games where only in recent years have they had that foul ball net, which keeps some people off the field. So for the most part, people are running onto the field from like the outfield pavilions. You're not necessarily as close to let's say the infield players, but you're close to the outfield players. So if you watch the video, since they have this netting for foul balls, it makes it much more difficult for people to just run on the field in certain instances. But that doesn't change anything with, with basketball. You're going to have a major incident. You're going to because in this, and I, yes, I'm going to blame it on social media, in this world where people want to get hearts and likes and, and live stream and, and get these selfies with players. So you have It's the same world in which people are throwing bullshit up on the stage with concert artists while they're performing. People don't understand boundaries. That's the point. People don't understand or respect boundaries. And what happens is eventually a fan, a concert goer, someone's going to get clocked. And with good reason. And honestly, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. If you run out on the field and you get trucked by a security guard, good on them. You deserved it. Because you had no business being out on the field in the first place. Now, Twala, I don't think you've had any desire to run on the field. Never. I've never had any desire to run on the field. The only time, the closest thing I've got to, only time I ran on the court is when Georgetown beat Syracuse at Georgetown and all the college students rushed the court. But that's at the end of the game. The game is over. You know, and they don't even do those type celebrations much anymore. Um, I don't know if Mark Runner is even a sports fan. I don't know if he's ever been to a football or basketball game in his life. No, not so much, but anybody in public See? life runs these risks. I mean, I've had comic book signings at big conventions, and you know there are people who look shady who are approaching the table. You never know what's going to happen, and the world has changed. People do stuff that they didn't used to do. As happened to Dave Chappelle. Right, yeah, yeah. right. And that's and it's it's the same but different. You know, we're talking about performers in general. We're talking about fans and concert goers in general who don't necessarily respect that invisible barrier in between the performer, the athlete, and the fan and the concert goer. There isn't an invisible barrier there, and people are just not respecting that barrier. And I think someone's going to have to really get hurt, as in someone who's rushing the stage, someone who's trying to rush the field, someone who's trying to come on the court. For people to really understand, it's not even an option. Don't think about it. Don't do it. Don't even try it. There have to be real uh, uh, consequences to that, and it'll put it into it. It will. Or someone's really going to get hurt who is an athlete or a performer, and then have to come back on my show and say, see, I told you so. And I hate being right all the time. It is a lot of work. It is exhausting being right all the time. Do you understand what type of burden that is? Do you know what it's like to go to sleep knowing that you're right about every damn thing 
all the time. You must you, be exhausted. Oh, my goodness. I'm just fatigued. I'm spent every single day. I'm arguing with Twala, and Twala has no idea. Twala, there's no way you're going to be more right than me. There's no way. And uh, Stefan, that's uh, why he tries to, to all right. <laughs> try, tries just to ruin and, and just sabotage the program because he hasn't figured it out. And Mark, oh, you have a long way to go before you realize that I'm always right. Oh, no. It's like Frank Black and Millennium. It's your blessing and your curse. No, it's just a blessing. There's no curse. Okay. It's later with Mo Kelly. <laughs> KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we're going to talk about Beyonce and public transit and her upcoming concert, which is coming to SoFi Stadium. Will it be like Taylor Swift? Hopefully not. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on demand from KFI AM 640. No sleep to play. If you got a wife, you know I'm right. You got a special man. Well, I can understand. KFI AM 640. It's later with Mo Kelly live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You remember some weeks ago we were talking about Taylor Swift coming to, coming to town and Tawala's um, ex-wife and daughter went to Taylor Swift. We got some inside information about what it was like inside the concert, what it was like uh, just uh, uh, trying to get to the venue we talked about how the Metro had expanded its service to help people get to SoFi Stadium specifically. And it began kind of a discussion and debate among music fans, knowing that Beyonce would be coming to SoFi Stadium in September. Would it be the same? Would it have the same type of buzz? Would it have the same type of energy and anticipation? And by extension, would Metro offer as many avenues, no pun intended, or ways to get to SoFi Stadium in the way they did with Taylor Swift? Let me give you uh, a brief rundown. For Taylor Swift's six uh, sold-out shows back in August, the L.A. County Metropolitan Transit Authority, Metro, extended service hours and provided free shuttles between SoFi and the two nearest stations, uh, the downtown Inglewood station on the K-Line, which is about 1.7 miles from the stadium entrance, and the Hawthorne slash Lenox station on the C-Line, which is 2.3 miles away. That was very nice of them. In fact, the enhancements helped attract, according to Metro, 150,000 extra riders to the rail system, a 25% boost. So in other words, not only people did they use it, but they were aware of it and chose to use it despite Despite, despite the likelihood of getting stabbed or set on fire. And that was the, the most amazing part to me. But Metro, and here's the comparison of Beyonce and also Taylor Swift. If you're wondering, who is the queen right now? Who is the, the, uh, the biggest fish in the pond? Well, it's not Beyonce. Maybe her time has passed. Maybe it's just an age thing. I'm being serious. Beyonce's 41 and Taylor Swift is 33. And it's thought that their two tours when they're both done, will be the highest grossing tours in the history of music ever, Taylor Swift and Beyonce. But when it comes down to it, when you look on a more granular level, Taylor Swift is going to be more dominant. Metro is not going to extend service hours or provide shuttles for Beyonce's three shows. Notice I said three shows, not six, like Taylor Swift. Metro saying it doesn't have the resources to do so for every major performer. This is what Metro had to say. Quote, we know Beyonce fans will be disappointed. They're known as the beehive. We are disappointed too. The resources we need at SoFi to run special service won't be available. Specifically access to a parking lot to stage buses, extra security and traffic control and additional people power. 
The availability of these resources is determined by crowd size. And because of a different stage setup, SoFi Stadium will not accommodate as many fans as it did for the Swift shows. So they're saying you're going to have to ride a good old bus or get ride share or, you know, get a friend to drive you down and drop you off, which is probably the best way to do it. Get someone to drive you as close to SoFi and drop you off. They don't have to park. They'll keep going, and then you'll meet up with that person afterward. That's about the only way, because if you know the area, the traffic, just on-street traffic, be it Manchester, Prairie, Century, just trying to get close to SoFi, it's unbearable. So that's what you're going to have to do. Sorry, Mark Ronner. That's the only way you're going to see Beyonce. I'm going to have to live with it, I guess, huh? Have you? What was the last artist you've seen in person? I don't know, but this talk got me thinking about my favorite concerts of all time. Go for it. James Brown. 1999, one of his last. Wait, you got to see James Brown in concert? It was so glorious. What city were you in? Seattle at the Paramount. 99. He had a magician come out <laughs> before and during his act. I don't want to derail what you're talking about. No, you're not. But you're it was not. one of the best shows I've ever seen. The most cheesy and the most fun all at the same time. And I so miss live music. I really miss live music. See, I got to talk to James Brown. I didn't get to see him perform. Oh. Did, he, did he do the splits and everything? Well, he was up in years. He was in his later years at this time, so not really splits. But he did the thing, you know, where he kind of sinks down to his knees and the guy with, comes out with the cape to yes. kind of comfort him. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. It, it was so glorious. Um, Stefan, is there someone that you are proud to say that you were able to see or would want to see on a Beyonce Taylor Swift like obsession level? Not that I can really think of uh, at this point, but the last concert I saw, which was pretty cool, is uh, Eric Clapton. I think also around the same time. Oh, that's a good one. In like 2000. Yeah, it was really, really good. How long was it? How long does he play? Uh, if I remember, I think it was about like close to two and a half hours. I heard he does a long yeah. set. So, yeah, you got your money's worth definitely with that one. When we come back, we're going to move from music to movies. Chris Woolsey, Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, is going to join us in studio. I don't know. Maybe maybe I might give away some more Lady with Mo Kelly t-shirts. I don't know. I'm in such a giving mood. I feel uh, so great. You know, I know. You know, It's the perks of being right all the time. What did Mel Brooks say? It's good to be the king. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. If you missed it, we got it. KFI. And KOST HD2. Los Angeles. Orange County. Live everywhere.